Hello, greetings, and welcome to the broadcast. I am your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and I am here today with my little brother, Kevin Folds. Now, some of you know Kevin, some of you don't. Kevin, thank you for being on the show. Glad to be here. I absolutely love hanging out with him because when we talk about overcoming, you know, the Bible talks about we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, the book of Revelation. Kevin is a perfect example of that. He's got a powerful testimony and we'll go into it a little bit. But if you I will also try to link in the bottom, if you're watching this on YouTube, his previous interview where he reveals it all. I mean, he talks about the whole sex, sex and um, gangs and incarceration and addiction and all the crazy stuff that God has brought him through. So I'm so grateful that um, what the enemy meant for harm, God is turning around and using for good in your life, Kevin. Amen. Yes, yes, he is indeed. So Kevin, for those of you that do not know him, Kevin is actually a recovery coach and he is employed by S2L, which is an amazing ministry located in Middle Tennessee. And some of you may or may not have seen my interviews with Adam Comer, who is the director and head pastor over all of that super amazing program. And Kevin, you actually went through that program, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm an alumni. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So that whole paying it forward and going back and saying, okay, this is what God's done. And I'm going to help you get through that. That is amazing. <laughs> yeah. But in addition to that, Kevin started a nonprofit, which is called Voices in the Wilderness. Mm -hmm. And I love that because Voices in the Wilderness works as a liaison service. So I have called Kevin on occasion, hey, do you know anybody's got any beds? Do you know what's going on out there? What you know, referrals. So if you're looking for a referral, he is a mover and a shaker. So he is in in community with lots of recovery programs. And if he does not know how to get you the help you need, he will point you in the direction. So Voices in the Wilderness has a big, long vision that goes along with it. And as it progresses, we will start bringing more and more of those details to it. But uh, God is on the move with both Kevin and his precious wife. So I'm excited. Can't wait to see what God does. But also... Kevin is um, works with Lifeline Magazine, which is a mental yep. health magazine uh, located here in the Middle Tennessee area. However, you can get it online wherever you yep. are. And I am I'm honored. You know, I'm going to be doing an article in December for about our confidence movement. So I'm super honored <laughs> yep. about that. But it is a great. Why don't you take a moment and put in a plug for Lifeline Magazine and S2L and oh, okay. yeah, just talk about those no. three entities real quick. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just start off with Rutherford County Lifeline Magazine. Um, we're on Facebook. Uh, you can uh, go to our website and look at the publication uh, online. It is a free magazine that is uh, Christian Mental Health. And it's um, we have like really in your face current event articles on relevant topics that uh, affect us all either personally or we know somebody it's full of resources um, so that if you have something going on that you can go in this magazine and you can find people that care that are ready to walk with you through anything. Um, my, uh, my, my role in the magazine is I do sales. Uh, and so if you're interested, the reason it's a free publication is because of advertising. And so if you, uh, you or anybody you know would like to advertise in our magazine, um, get a hold of me and we can get something going. And your ad, we're able to provide this magazine for, you know, thousands. And, uh, it, and it does make a difference. Um, 
for instance, uh, Voices in the Wilderness is in the magazine, and that's where I, we get a lot of our uh, phone traffic from. And Voices in the Wilderness, um, that's how, when Jesus first called me to ministry to serve, uh, I was with my sister, and um, and I just told her with tears in my eyes, I just want to be a voice in the wilderness. We were talking about John the Baptist, and, um, and that's kind of where it started. Um, and then... It, it's it's been a recovery liaison service. We take phone calls from all across the nation. We help people get plugged into support groups, detox, um, inpatient, outpatient uh, treatment centers. Um, we do favor faith based, <laughs> um, and it's um and it's absolutely incredible. The vision for it though is to go into um, a women's inpatient uh, treatment facility and my beautiful wife, Juliet, um, and when God says it's time to move, um, she'll be taking the reins of that and she will be the face of voices in the wilderness. I love and, that. Yeah. And then, uh, the, the one that's, well, they're all close to my heart, but this one is kind of personal. I'm a life coach and residential leader with S2L recovery in Woodbury, Tennessee. Um, I am an alumni. Uh, I, I came to the program, um, broken uh and lost and hurting but i had an open mind and an open heart and a hunger for uh for jesus and uh boy i got a double portion and so um they loved on me they guided me and molded me and uh just it was an incredible life-changing experience uh so much that i've never looked back and uh <laughs> It was on that hill that I got called into full-time ministry, and it's incredible how God has just opened doors, and I'm just obedient. I just say, yes, sir, I'll go. <laughs> and, and so. <laughs> I love that. I love that, and it, and it shows. It really shows. I am so grateful to have been able to watch a lot of this press over years, and uh, I remember the first time I met you, I was like, this dude is on and so uh, you guys will definitely have to watch. I think it's, I, I can't believe it's been so long since uh, our last interview. We did an interview yeah. that's available actually just now when I shared the website for <clears throat> the magazine. I seen that on there is where that uh, Lifeline magazine on Facebook, you can see that interview as well. I believe the YouTube is on there and you can see just how on fire that Kevin has been for the Lord because of what he's done in his life. And so if you're watching this thinking that there's no hope for me, we beg to differ. Uh, <laughs> Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And no one comes to him except, you know, th no one gets to the father except through Jesus. And when you let Jesus come in, Man, things change. And that's something we want to talk about today is, you know, Absolutely. Kevin, before the broadcast, we were talking about, I want to talk a little bit towards the end about what is a, uh, a recovery coach so people understand that. But let's talk about surrender because that was yeah. a struggle. That's a struggle for all of us. I don't care what Absolutely. you're going through, what your hurt, your habit, your hang up is. Struggle, the struggle is real. So yeah, talk absolutely. about that. Well, surrender, that, that is one of the major stumbling blocks that uh, most anybody that is dealing with a life-controlling issue is facing. Um, even it, the, the insane part of it is some people really get comfortable in their suffering, mm -hmm. you know, um, whether it's fear, anger, shame, they get real comfortable there because it's all they know. And letting go of that, and because and, it's a part of them, it, it, it 
because it's so deeply ingrained and um, fear kind of creeps in because who am I going to be? You know, am I going to like the new me? And, th and those are all rational things. I know because I felt them all. And so letting go, even of some of the ugly stuff can be hard. And um, the other part uh, that is a little bit more difficult is the stuff that we have stuffed down deep. Even the stuff that we've got hidden over in a dark corner with walls so high that we even forget. We call that a repressed memory. That, and they're usually um, they're from a trauma base. And, yeah. it, but it's about getting that stuff out in the light. And when we are able to encourage people uh, and that becomes into the realm of, uh, you know, a trust relationship where, you know, that, well, we usually establish that by it's okay to be not okay. And then having that develop that a uh, level of trust where we meet them at their, um, uh, their level, you yes. know, especially, spe well, I know speaking me for me personally, it's when we have that me too moment. So everything that it's happened in my past, I'm able to go, hey, it's okay. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're feeling. Me too. I've been there. And so, yeah. and so when we get that stuff out, there's this total surrender that occurs. And the more we get out, the more surrender there is. And then when it's fully out, this crazy freedom occurs. It's incredible. I mean, just bondage, chains break. And then there's just freedom that is activated that i mean when you when you see someone come alive um and that fire that that stokes that fire it is so inspiring it is so encouraging and just seeing the where was all this love hate anger and most of it's all fear-based get yeah. replaced with grace mercy and love it's, it's like watching a flower bloom yeah. And, and, and there's no mistaking that it's God, it's Jesus doing what Jesus does. And, and, and then it fills your cup as well as you're pouring out. And it's just the whole dynamic is, um, well, it's supernatural. It is. God never wastes our pain. He never does. He doesn't. No, no, no. We self-inflict the stuff. And a lot of times bad gets a bad, God gets a bad rap because people are like, well, God put me through this. No, we put our poor choices, our weaknesses, yeah. our unresolved issues, our stuff that we have inside generally is the thing that pulls us into that darkness. You know, the Bible oh, talks absolutely. about man loves the dark, you know? And so, but when the light of God is shined on a subject, and 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 it brings healing it brings restoration uh the enemy has to flee with the whole darkness thing so your surrender walk watching it over the years because for those of you that have not watched his previous video he had an encounter with god in jail he got out he got furloughed in <laughs> went to this program and yep. in that first 90 days what was it like for you was it was there uh obviously we know that everybody's recovery walk is different and right. we're, you know, so what was the first thing that you got a real revelation of? Was it that God's God and you're not, or what? What was it, Kevin? <laughs> um. Well, I guess the first revelation that I got, and this is while I was still incarcerated, that Jesus was real and He loved me, mm. because um, I had been like, um, well, I was very religious at one time, which was just dry bones. You know, it was. I, I, I didn't get it, you know, um, and then I, I went as far as to be an atheist where I denied all existence of God. Mm -hmm. And then I got to a point where, OK, he's real, but he just doesn't love me. Mm 
you know, that I'm meant to hurt. You bind into the lies of the enemy. But then uh, the, the encounter that, that, oh my gosh, you know, where I, I actually felt the presence of God. I felt God in me I, and I felt Jesus and he was speaking my name. You know, I know you. Oh, I try not to get emotional, uh, but, he goes, you know, I know you. I see you. I love you and I'm going to use you, you know, and, and then it started revealing stuff to me. And then once I got into the, uh, the program as a student, uh, it was like a whirlwind. Um, I, I know that, you know, for my, uh, the executive pastors and the, the life coaches, I could be probably overwhelming at time. I bonafide Jesus freak. Yeah. I, I wanted more. I wanted, yeah. Oh yeah. I wanted more, more. I couldn't get enough. Um, and, um, but well, it just reflects on just how much I was disgusted with my former self because mm -hmm. I could see all the filth. I could see the sin. I could see the darkness. And that wasn't me. Right. That was, that was something of the enemy of the world of, uh, just a false narrative. And that wasn't me. I had, I knew that God had something different for me when I started like really, okay, this new creation in second Corinthians five seventeen. show me. And you know, you got to be careful what you ask God to do. Cause sometimes it's like, all right, you want to know, here you go. And so, um, and, but in that show me moment, um, it revealed a lot of stuff that I didn't want to look at. Yeah. And a lot, and it revealed some stuff that I didn't want to surrender. I, well, I didn't think anybody knew even God, but God knows everything and he can see everything. And so um, in that process, it was a big love movement. You know, I learned how to love me. I learned how to love others and I learned how to receive love. That's huge, huge, because we do pretty good about, you know, others. But when it comes to us and our receiving, you know, we yeah. have those walls built around that, you know, have to be torn down. We have to Absolutely. You know, cast our crowns and, and tear down the walls to be able to truly receive from the Lord. Well, I can tell you folks from knowing Kevin, like right after that encounter and knowing him now, what the truly what the enemy meant for harm, God is turning around for good because he is impacting the lives of others and pouring into them with not only his stuff there at S2L, but even outside of that arena, he, he's got the heart of God to help people understand that you too can have a life and life more abundant than Jesus died for. You know, uh, one of my favorite scriptures that if I remember I get it, got such a revelation when I first heard it was, you know, in John 10, 10, but the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life. And so Amen. if you feel like your life has been, you know, something's killing it, something destroying it, you know, all of that, that is not God. <laughs> and so Jesus wants you to have the life that he intended and he will take all your pain. There's a purpose in it and he'll take your mess and turn it into a message and you'll be able to turn around and help others like Kevin's doing. So, wow, that's so amazing, Kevin. I love what God has done. Yep. So talk a little bit about the role of a recovery coach, because, you know, I do coaching and a lot of people simply do not know what that is. So talk about it from the recovery standpoint. Oh, well, being a life coach is, uh, is challenging. Yes. Um, it is, uh, the, the, from, the challenging from my side of it is um, after a while, the, the, uh, from empathy, 
it, it's it's hard seeing people hurt. It, it, it does. It, and so um, the, the, res the responsibility on a life coach is one, we have to keep our cups filled um, yes. as we're pouring out. And so there, that there's a responsibility in that. Um, and my, my coaching style that the, well, the gifts that God has given me um, is my ability to connect. And the way that I connect it, well, it's that verse out of revelation, you know, by the blood of the lamb and our testimony, um, nations will be changed. And so all I have is my testimony. All I have is my me too's and the word of God. Um, I, you know, I can have my spin on things. I can have my opinion, but ultimately it's what Jesus says. It's what God says. And so, um, I guess my first approach, uh, after I break the ice on the meet and greed, I share my testimony. Uh, and I, I don't hold a whole lot back. You know, Good. Um, <laughs> I don't mean to shock them or, you know, like, whoa, but um, I, I do. I, I want to establish right from the gate uh, a level of transparency and honesty where it, it's OK to talk about this stuff. It's a safe place. And then um, we start peeling the layers. It's like an onion, you know, because it's really easy to give this mask that's on the surface and. Once we peel that away and establish some more trust, the next layer on down until um, it's about getting to the source, you know, whether it's um, pornography, alcohol, drugs, gambling, shopping, whatever it is, those are just symptoms. Right. That is right. just a symptom of an underlying um, issue. And it's always a heart issue. Yeah, you know, always. Yes. you know, the, the longest distance is this from here to here and, and it's, and it's getting there um, and doing that. And, and, and each one of those processes, as we're peeling away, those layers getting to the core is another level of surrender, another level of surrender. And of course, as you're emptying out, we have to fill it back in. And so we get into the word of God and we're filling it. We're pouring in this scripture and it's um we know in Ephesians 6 we're equipped with this sword of the spirit and you know as we're resisting the enemy and we're pushing all this darkness out by the point of a sword you know right. we're letting God come in and pushing this stuff out and it, it's an incredible journey and it's it's slow sometimes um it's it well and sometimes it's really fast it's God moves how God moves but he always moves. Yes. Always. I, I, yeah, absolutely. And um, it's a lot of love. Um, even loving when they're unlovable. Um, and uh, lots of grace. Yes. And um, well, I got I to gotta reemphasize the love. It's just love, love, love. Um, and... It is really incredible from a coach's standpoint when you actually see them uh, surrender and the walls come down. They have that aha moment. They have that breakthrough. We're like, wow, I get it. I feel it. And you yes. can literally just see the, the hands of Jesus just wrap around them and hug them so tight that all those broken pieces come back together. And then you see this new creation manifest. And, and they're walking different. They're talking different. They're yeah. moving different. And all of a sudden, you start seeing them start witnessing 
to somebody else and with that new guy that comes in and you start getting to watch them start sharing their testimony and and it with that pay it forward and 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 it starts creating this love cycle and then you start seeing God move from one to the next to the next. And then this big fella, it's a revival and it yeah. starts with one. And well, you know, we're, we're doing that thing in S2L, you know, from the rooms of recovery. Yes. Revival. yes. I was getting ready to say that Adam Comer, <laughs> that has resonated with my spirit ever since Adam said that whenever he said from the rooms of recovery, uh, we will see revival. And I believe it's true because it's when we come real, it's when we become uh, transparent. It's when we say, okay, God, you know, yes, there is this big boo-boo because I believe that the root cause of all addiction and all life controlling behaviors is a result of trauma. And a lot Me of times too. people bury it and they don't want to deal with it. And, you know, Barry's feelings buried alive do not die. They don't. They Correct. manifest Correct. into yeah. other things. And so it's when we come to the point of saying, and you said it a while ago and I say it all the time, it's okay to not be okay, but it's <laughs> not okay to stay there. We Absolutely. We've got to step out of that place. We have got to say, okay, here am I, what in me needs to be dealt with. And I love that you're, you're so, um, extend so much grace with the people that you work with, because I do know this, I do know that it's taken years of layers. Now that doesn't mean, you know, I mean, when I got delivered, I got radically delivered. I was one of the few people that, you know, went through that and was like, done, done, no more. Right. But that's not the case for most, you know, and I even remember with, with a cigarette addiction, how a couple years after I'd been radically delivered, I went back and, and out of stress and pressure at the time I was studying for a state exam and I, my job was contingent on it. Like if I didn't pass this exam, you know, I would lose right. this position I gained. And, you know, I was a single mom working two jobs and, and uh, going to school and it was crazy. My life was crazy. And I remember starting to smoke again. And I remember how, you know, the scripture talks about what a dog returned to his vomit. And I did. And I, but I had after that, after I'd been radically delivered from cigarettes and then turned around, had to walk that out. And it took a long time. And I was still right. having to struggle with my flesh because I allowed my flesh to have that. Right. Yeah. So mm. the struggle is, you know, whether you uh, immediately get a revelation and you say no more to something, there's still a root there that caused you to want to self-medicate to begin with. Whether oh, absolutely. Sex whatever you know there's lots of different things and and so many times people when they we talk about you know life controlling behaviors we most people automatically think drugs and alcohol but there's a whole lot of other things out there there is you know food addiction there's shopping addiction there's gambling pornography oh. is is skyrocketed everything yes. you know we got all these people that are pressed down and depressed and god's yeah. trying to get their attention and then they they automatically instead of hearing the voice of conviction from the Lord, Hey, I, you know, come this way, you know, don't look at your, your problem. Look at me is what God's saying, but right. yet automatically uh, because of the shame based, you know, nature of men and women, uh, we tend to want to hide from God. And then it gives the enemy more power because then we're often we're isolated, you know, and you've heard me say it before and I'll say it a gazillion times It's the banana that gets pulled away from the bunch that gets eaten. So that's why right. we need community accountability. And those are some of the things also that a recovery coach offers. Correct. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, well, here at uh, S2L, where I'm a coach, uh, we have the four pillars. And I, 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 yeah, you got prayer, action, uh, knowledge, and fellowship. And just to put this out there, um, I have yet to find one person that had that has stumbled uh, and 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 had a slip up um, or fell back into old behavior um, that was actively doing all of the four pillars. Hmm. Every single one of them, there was one of those four pillars or numerous that they weren't doing. Right. And uh, yeah, and, and with uh, and, and but an opposite reflection of that. The guys that are walking this thing out, that are doing it and, and are seeking Christ and having their best life, you know, I mean, right. just just growing and growing and, and and being a light, being salt and light in the world. It, it, you, you'll if when we ask them, you know, what are you doing? You know, what what's the what's the key to your best life? And like, I'm doing the four pillars. And and what does that look like? Well, the prayer. You know, God says, you know, seek me. We're, we're to pray without ceasing. It says it over and over in the Bible. He just wants to talk to us. Yes. And, 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 you know, he wants our attention. So if our focus is on him, it's not on all this brokenness and darkness and carnal stuff that is trying to distract us and tempt us. Right. So we have this constant communication and then the knowledge. We're pouring in the word of God we're, and it, it, the Holy Spirit is speaking to us. It's edifying us. It's building us up. It's leading us. It's guiding us. And, and, and there's power in that. There's comfort. There's healing. But also it, it's equipping us to share with others the word of God, to share the gospel, because that's what we're called to do in the Great Commission. We're called yeah. to go out and make disciples. And so the and only way you can know give people the words you got to know the word That's and right. so so and, and this is not a it's not a one and done this is a right. daily thing you know it, the renewing of the mind this is a daily thing yeah and sometimes throughout the day we got to renew the mind you absolutely. Know? absolutely and, and then and then our fellowship 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 we are to get around other believers we're we're i mean God leaves the 99 to go get the one, you That's know, right. there's strength in that 99, you know, and, and, and there, and, and well, it's biblical. We are to gather together. Now, do we go into the dark places and, and help others and share the gospel and, and feed them and clothe them and minister? Absolutely. It's biblical. Yes. If we don't, it's a sin. Right. You know, Jesus ate and sat with sinners, but he didn't sin with them. That's and right. Also, and also after he was there ministering, he would also step back and go into a place of prayer. Yes. And we're and we're to do the same thing. You know, I mean, you know, it does say I think it's in the book of John that, you know, to come from among them, separate yourselves and touch not the unclean thing. Um, right. And so there's a balance there, you know, and also. Yes. You know, if you hang out in the barbershop long enough, you're going to get a haircut. So, you know, where are you getting your ears lowered? You know, are, are you are you getting, you know, is it, it things of the spirit or things of the world? You know, and so that's really important. And um, we've got knowledge, fellowship. Oh, and action. Action. Yes. No, that's the action. other. 
Yeah. yeah it, we, you know, faith without works is dead. You know, we right. don't achieve our salvation through works, That's but right. works will be evident through our faith. You just can't help it. Right. And, 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 you know, Jesus said we're, we're to be doers of, of the word and not hearers only because mm -hmm. I can have a box full of tools. And if I never open it up, I'm not going to be able to fix anything. And so as we're equipping ourselves, um, we got all these tools, shiny tools that we got to get dirty. We got to use them. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, that, so yeah, the, the four pillars is, uh, huge. Um, I use it in my own life, my, I, I, my, my success. And that has been the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ ministering to me and through me, uh, based on, um, the four pillars and then the seven principles that we teach in our curriculum and lost and found. Yeah. I love that. Can you share just briefly about the curriculum? Because I know. Oh, absolutely. Seen, yeah. Those that have not seen Adam, Adam and I have talked about this, but I think it's important on repeating because they are powerful. I love. Oh, absolutely. Curriculum. Yeah. Oh, well, our, our, one of our ex uh, executive pastors, pastor Bruce Stanley, um, an amazing man. Uh, and I'm not just saying that plugging him because he's my boss. Uh, he's actually <laughs> truly, <laughs> he's actually truly uh, an amazing man. He's more than my boss. He's, he's actually a friend. Um, and uh, his aha moment is absolutely incredible. Um, I, I don't, I, I'll let him share his testimony, but he had a meeting with Jesus. That was absolutely incredible. Uh, and God got a hold of him. And started, oh yeah, and started speaking to him um, through uh, the book of Peter. And it was just profound. It, it, so much in a way, there was no mistaking it, that it was the voice of God. And he's like, Bruce, this is here you go. And so he wrote out this um, <laughs> spiritual manifesto uh, on um, using these uh, seven principles and, and and then going into great detail on the application and it, it's it's incredible and so as you move through it and um bruce is a very intelligent guy and so he wrote out this lost and found curriculum on uh, and it, it it reflects his own journey I love and it. uh and you know that it god's right in the middle of it because it works and it right. works very well uh, and so, uh, and if anybody's interested, we do now have our curriculum available. Uh, so if you're interested in starting a small group or a ministry, or if you have a recovery ministry and you would like to um, integrate our uh, curriculum, um, check it out online. And we all, and I'll, Bruce even wrote um, a teacher's manual for uh, life coaches and group leaders and stuff. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's incredible. I, I, Oh, well, I apply the seven principles principles in my life now. Awesome. I absolutely love it because you think about if you're standing, you know, imagine you're at the park and you're at a pavilion and okay. there are those four staple things holding the roof up over you. And if one of those fall, you're going to get damaged. Absolutely. That's what you know? is funny. It's funny. I do um, a demonstration where I take uh, four legs with a, a top on it and I, you know, and you take out one and if you know, you're okay, you might be okay for a little while, but any weight get put in that area mm -hmm. and then you can take out two. Yes. And, but then you got a 50, 50 chance, but your survival rate isn't going to be very good. And right. 
you take out, you know, uh, well, well, you take out two in an area that are on this, it won't fall. I, I, it's just, it's a really good demonstration. And when usually the guys see it, um, they're like, oh, wow. When, especially when they have that um, a place of uh, relating it to their own walk. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, especially, especially with guys that may have, uh, that are believers, you know, well, you know, Christians do struggle with problems. We, we, we make mistakes sure. We're you know, we're human and um, it, it's sometimes it's really tough for a believer, a Christian that um, is in a place of backsliding is in a place of uh, secret sin uh, is in a place right. like, well, we have a problem with pride. Because That's we don't want to see, yes. we don't want to see our, our our brothers, our sisters, our pastor, our deacon, see us as stumbling. That that's a right. lie of the that's a lie of the enemy, and that's it. It it keeps people away from God's blessings. It keeps people from being salt and light to other yes. people, and it can put somebody in a grave really, really quick. So pride's a killer, and oh, so huge. Uh, absolutely. But when we get to that place um, where they get, they're able to see where they, they fell short. And um, usually that also reveals a place to where there's a chink in the armor. You know, Satan's not creative. He's not. He does the same thing That's over right. and over and over. Yep. And usually with the same individual, he knows your weakness. And that's usually where he's going to come at you every single time. So, it, you know, through understanding the four pillars and, and knowing where your weaknesses are, you're able to really, really shore up that area when you put on the full armor of God. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we see that so much where, you know, people are cruising right along and especially, sadly, in the body of Christ, people think that they've got to put on this religious face and they have to pretend like they've got it together. And those are the most tormented people that are trying to hide. And, you know, and that's why so many people look at people in the church and they're like, they're a bunch of hypocrites, you know, exactly. Won't yeah. be real. Let's be real. Right. People. And so, you know, everybody, the Bible talks about, we all fall short in different areas. And the closer you, I always say the closer you get to Jesus, the less you fall out of love with sin. You know, not that you're not ever going to sin again, but the reality is, is that the more you operate by the spirit and don't feed the flesh, some of those things are going to die. There are things that, you know, whenever, after five years of being saved, I had been delivered from a lot, but there were still areas where God was dealing with me. And still today, I'm, I'm constantly checking myself. I, I believe in what the rappers say, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Wreck yourself. <laughs> because you will wreck yourself if you do oh, absolutely. use the word of God as a mirror and say, okay, God, search me, O Lord. King David did it. You know, he was a man after God's own heart. So why yeah. would we not want to go to the Lord and say, okay, God, you know, I, I'm having these thoughts or I'm, I'm having this struggle or this is going on. What does your word say about it? And find the lie that you were believing about your circumstances and replace it with his truth because his Absolutely. truth is, is the only truth. Okay. Absolutely. It's not our own truth. We have no truth. Okay. Our, yeah. the, this, the truth is what God says. And like you said earlier, not our opinions. We can throw out a lot of stuff, but when it comes <laughs> down to it, when the rubber meets the road, it's about Christ and him crucified. And yeah. so, and when we get a revelation of that, then things can start to switch and things can start to change. And I love the fact that you mentioned at one part in, of your life, you were religious. So let's just talk about that for a few minutes, because I think that a lot of people don't understand what that looks like. Okay. Yeah, can you, sure. Can you elaborate on that? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, um, on uh, Sundays and Sunday nights and Wednesdays, I was at church and I made sure I was visible. Um, hi, how you doing? You know, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Blessed and highly favored. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I, 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 and when I, uh, left church, I went back to my old life, you know, or, um, or I was, uh, there was, a. You know, I, I mean, I, at that time, I, I, I wasn't uh, on drugs or alcohol, but um, I was still full of bitterness, anger, hate, resentment, a lot yeah. of fear-based uh, driven decisions. Um, I, 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 I prayed um, and I read my Bible occasionally, uh, but more than more than likely it was just whatever was up on the big screen um during service and um i didn't uh witness to anybody uh, I, I you know if i'm in the checkout line i'm i'm not going to casually approach somebody and just tell them how much i appreciate them and you know and tell them about jesus i'm definitely not going to tell my testimony in uh, a parking lot or anything like that <laughs> so um basically that's what it looked like um, I did had no understanding of what relationship was. Right. Um, That's the key. And, um, and uh, I wanted people to see me as a good guy. I, I wanted people to see, oh, he goes to church, you know. And, and when I was in church and even outside of church, I, I tried to put on this mask that, um, that was self-righteous. It was not authentic because I still struggled um, big time with uh, the lust of the flesh. Uh, I still struggled with pornography. I was still struggling with uh, major temptations uh, for alcohol and drugs where I sometimes slipped. And sometimes I went back into active addiction. Um, but... Um, if you looked out here, yeah, I'm fine. I'm okay. But inside right. I was a hot mess. Um, sure. and, and you can only sustain that way for so long. Right. You know, and pride and, and kept that, you in that bondage, right? Pride and fear, pride yep. and fear. That was it. And, um, yeah. and, and then most people that were, um, really on fire or really zealous, I thought were bona fide crazy. You know, I, I did. Uh, I, I love my sister, my younger sister. I mean, she is the most incredible woman. She um, is sweet. Uh, yeah, Tracy, she's amazing. I mean, her and my mom, I mean, are two of the most powerful, and my wife, but as far as uh, that really early in my life, you know, my mom and my sister, and I used to look at my sister and she's lost it, man. You, yeah. know? I, I, you know, she's a good mom. She's a good wife. Um, she she's really loves, she <laughs> loves Jesus, man, but she's out there, you know, and I don't know if she's coming back, you know, <laughs> praise Jesus. She didn't because now, you know, after I had my encounter, you know, and then I had that just pow, that you were just, whoa, Holy spirit. You know, I was able to, my sister is like, ah, I see you. <laughs> she goes, yeah, you're crazy now too. And I'm like, praise Jesus. Let's go. Amen. Yes. Yeah, so, um, it, it was getting into that place of being authentic and, and it comes back to that place of surrender. Yes. Uh, and, yes. and it's, I'm really glad Maggie, you brought up pride and fear. Um, fear 
oh, everything is fear-based. Most yes. all your anger, shame, regret, all that stuff is fear-based. Yes. Even pride, it's fear-based because yes. what they're going to think, what this is. I mean, it's it comes yes. back to insecurities in our image. And that's an identity that is outside of what our identity is in, is in right. Christ. And, and, and then it's and when we're following in that false narrative, that carnal nature that's of the world and lies of the enemy, um, it is chock full of weakness. Just ate up with it it looks like swiss cheese and all that weakness is filled with pain and just all this negativity and and the, and the enemy loves it right. and and if you really look at that as a filter the whole world makes sense right now you know yeah, when absolutely. people a lot of people wouldn't say oh though this just doesn't make sense this, no it makes perfectly Perfect good sense, sense. Yeah, oh yeah. That, yeah oh yeah and and it's not going to get any better no it's uh, no, I mean, show me in the Bible where it says it does. As a matter of fact, it's going to get pro progressively worse, a lot yes. worse. So we're in a really important time right now, a, a revolution of revival where, yes. I mean, because to navigate through this worsening situation that is going to get worse, to have a place of joy and peace, to, to sing and praise during the storm. Uh, and and we can do that. It is possible because God says so. He That's says, exactly you know, right. yeah, <laughs> to take heart, rejoice, because yes. I've overcome the world. And those are Jesus's words, That's and I believe them. And I can be I can be up to here in a situation and still have my joy and peace. <laughs> You know, that's so true because, you know, it's not based on the emotion and, and fear brings torment. The Bible's very clear. The fear brings torment. So we've got an epidemic of people being tormented. And then they have those insecurities and those things that they refuse to surrender to God, those things that they refuse to um let go of and uh you know offenses on the rise everybody's so touchy feely you can't say anything without somebody getting their <laughs> excuse expression i won't say panties in the wad i think i just said it anyway but anyway everybody getting all freaked out you know you right. have to be and and i'm i'm not a person where i i believe that we you need to use great wisdom especially when we're dealing with the unsaved because they have seen yes. religion Okay, they've seen religion, and that's why so many people will not serve Jesus is because religion says you have to. Okay, relationship says you get to, you want to, you desire yeah, to. And so when you right. want to please the Father because of what he's done, and, and more, even more than what he's done because he took care of it at the cross, who he is, who he is. And when we right. exalt him above the problems and the circumstances, things become easier. And I think that that's why that I don't think I know that that's why that when we're talking about faith based, let's 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 rephrase that Christ centered recovery. So you guys yeah. might be going, OK, what's the difference? You got recovery. You know, some recovery camps say that you'll always be that way. I am not like the way I used to be. So I Kevin's not like he used to be. So anyway. no. But, you know, there are some people that are firm and hard in that camp and I'm not knocking them. I'm no. not at all because they're, they're different. Um, there's only one way to Jesus. OK, but there are different ways to skin a cat, I guess. Is that the saying? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of gross and graphic. And I love that. <laughs> so that's kind of sick. But anyway, uh, with that being said, then there are faith based groups where there is an element of faith. OK, you know, uh, and but the difference between faith based and Christ centered is what comes down to 
not just faith in Jesus Christ, but faith with action. And what does the word say? And that's where we see transformation. So yes, behavior modification will only take you so far. Uh, Having uh, a sense of faith. Yes, I have faith that God does love me and I can recover. That will only get you so far. It's when you get into the word of God and you open it up and you examine, you know, and it says to study to show thyself approved. And as you study, you start to see yourself. You start to see why you put all those stories of all the jacked up people in there because we have our own jacked up stuff that we have to deal with. And, and, And the blinders come off and the light comes in. And that's where the joy unspeakable and full of glory that Kevin's talking about, that in the midst of trials, it's sustainable you know because it's not based on a feeling okay it's based on a truth and the only truth is in jesus so right sorry i'll get i'm sorry i'll get on my rampage no 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 i mean that is i mean you're you're (laughs) spot on um and i was just thinking that you know the uh, not only the the well the non-believer the believer um the world has an identity crisis absolutely and um I know that you know the, the you have this the stereotypes of like this is what you should look like and this is the way you should talk and this is the way you should dress right. and this is how much money should be in your bank account. There's this this is what the world says and then you got the enemy saying, well, this is what you're not. This is what you're not. And this right. is what you need to right. be. And this is what you need to feel good. And this is what you need to fit in. And this is what you need to be accepted. And then you have your own thing going on between your ears where you're you know you're you're yes comparing and then you you got envy and coveting and and then if you're not that then you're feeling less than and then you got other people that are telling you lies that you'll never amount to anything and you're mistaken and that you're you are the sum of your mistakes and you're never going to approve or just that is a lot of noise a lot of false narrative a lot of lies and just plain deception and that 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 at an early age can make a foothold and over time get so ingrained that it's a stronghold a stronghold and that is really difficult and and so the what's amazing about god's truth is it says that's all a lie and then when we start getting into the word when we start feeding ourselves knowledge you start getting these pearls that are revealed where God's saying, this is who you are. This yes. is who you are. You know, I know for me, I felt like an absolute failure. It didn't matter what sure. I touched. It was going to ruin even to a point where I didn't even want to do anything anymore. I didn't want to try anything because I'm just, just going to fail anyway. What's the point? But then I get in the word and God says, you're more than a conqueror. You're more than a conqueror. And the battle's already been won, you know, yes. so you're a champion. And then and I'm feeling worthless and less than. And he goes, I love you. You're my prized possession, you know, and, and there's no value on my life. I have nothing to offer. And God's telling me that I'm his inheritance. And then I feel so alone and alienated and, and a total misfit. And I, I'm, I'm just by myself and just oh that i i can i can feel the pain right now but he says you're a child of god you know you're a child of mine you're in the family and i'm a co-heir with christ what 
<laughs> and, and so all of these things that were just um, like th th I had these huge holes in my life that I tried to feed with sex, women, um, right. rock and roll, drugs, alcohol, yep. just trying to fill and could never fill it. But it was a God sized hole. The only thing yes. that's gonna fit, well, and it's and it's God sized, so there's no <laughs> amount of yeah. I mean, so we're talking about the star breather, man, and so <laughs> you know, and so um, but when I started feeding myself with this knowledge, and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't feel alone no more. I don't feel worthless, you know. I still feel kind of weird sometimes. Well, but that's okay because in the Bible it says you're a peculiar people. Peculiar people, <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, so all my my all my eccentricities and stuff are a gift from God, you know. Absolutely, so, you know, fingerprints. I was just I, we just had a Godfidence weekend. For those of you that don't know, I conduct an annual conference and a workshop throughout the year for tweens and teens and their mamas and and for again. people. And I I can't wait till we do a Godfidence for guys, but to help them understand their identity and let go of some of the fear of man, the fear of man will stifle you and so forth. Oh, absolutely. And, and we are so fearfully and wonderfully made. And in January, we're doing one on inner beauty. It's actually, God oh. just downloaded the title to me yesterday, living inside out. Um, is, that's the title of the January. Nice. And I'm, I'm already in the plane and I'm like, Oh God, what, you know, you the damn <laughs> let's go. But, uh, so anyway, with all that being said, until we say, Lord, search me, Lord, I'm ready. Right. And, and get to that place of surrender that Kevin's talking about. So if you have any questions whatsoever, Kevin is on Facebook. You can add him as a Facebook friend <laughs> and follow him. He's always got great insight. If you are looking for a program, uh, I highly endorse S2L because I've Thank seen you. the fruit. I was, I was telling either, I don't know if I was telling you or Adam this, but uh, Kevin and I, my, my husband's name is Kevin too. And so Kevin and I was at this event. And uh, it was for the Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse. And we were there as a vendor as well as some other vendors. But we were sitting at a table eating food with these dudes from S2L. OK, and so now there was there was a distinct difference, a distinct difference. And that's why I'm talking about the Christ centered versus faith based. And there was secular people there, faith based. There was Christ centered and all that. But these dudes were on fire. They were on fire. And you could tell because it wasn't just some religious jargon that they were repeating because they had heard it. It, it was coming up out of their spirit. You know, you can discern those things. And I was so impressed. And I was like, man, look at that. Because I knew S2L, whenever it was just spring to life and over the years as it transformed and stuff. But I just want to publicly thank Adam and you and all of the people there because you guys are making a huge difference. So I would be amiss if I didn't take a minute. And I know I told you this is so fun. I, Kevin and I was supposed to do 30 minutes, but I'm a talker and he's a talker. And when we're talking <laughs> Jesus, you still only go. So we, we didn't, I didn't shut it down because it's all good. But I want to take a moment and talk about the forgotten pandemic because this Absolutely. is a film we highly endorse. We believe that everybody needs to see it. it. It opens the eyes to what God is trying to do through the lives of the broken. So Kevin, talk about that for a moment and we'll wrap it up because I know okay. we're like way over. I got to go <laughs> yes, be <laughs> okay. Um, well, before I talk about the forgotten pandemic, I would like so anybody watching right now, and I'm I'm talking to you. If um, ah, try to do this without getting emotional. Um, if you're hurting, if uh, you're addicted, I, I don't care to what. Um, right. if someone uh, and this and 
the forgotten pandemic, uh, and I'll tell you what it is here in a second, uh, has touched everybody. If it hadn't touched you personally, you know somebody. You've been exposed to it on some level. Yes. Um, but I'm talking to the person that's hurting right now, or if you've got someone that you love that's hurting. Um, but this is going out to the person that's hurting right now. And I just feel this in my spirit. Um, you're not forgotten. I see you. And I love you. And there is hope. And I'm praying for you. Get a hold of me. I'm easy to find. I, I, I even put my personal phone number out there. You can call my personal cell phone. I don't care. Um, you, my phone is on 24-7. Uh, you can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, S2L. Maggie can get a hold of me. I am here for you. I will walk with you through the fire. You don't have to die. You don't have to lose everything. You do not have to lose your marriage, your kids. You don't have to go to prison. None of that. And, uh, and I can show you how to navigate through that, through Jesus Christ. Okay. With that being said, sorry. <laughs> That's I what love the church does, okay? Yeah, they listen. Yeah. They pray. They stand yeah, with you. They hold yeah. you accountable. So I love that. And I have referred yeah. lots of people. Some, some, I have referred someone to Kevin that is near and dear to my heart. So I know that he is the real deal. Okay. Yeah. So um, I yeah. love that. So. The well, the forgotten pandemic. Yeah, the forgotten pandemic. Um, <laughs> we are in the middle of a pandemic and um, a COVID, but there's one that we don't talk about, and that's uh, opiates. Um, the over the amount of over. I get a little emotion, emotional on this too. The yeah. amount of overdoses and deaths are um, it's unacceptable. Um, if you add up the daily amount of deaths that are directly related to this, and um, took away overdose and uh like bruce uh in a uh an analogy that he did if you put him on a plane and that plane crashed and that many people died every day people would be doing something right you right. know you know if it was a school bus uh and that many school buses were crashing and that many people were dying right. people would do something and um we talk about it a lot of people talk but we need we don't need talkers we need doers uh, and this is um it, it's showcasing that it, it's showing the severity of it and um and uh and we got a solution for it and there's this and for the science and math people we have statistics to back up that our solution works uh, and it's through jesus christ and um i know because i was one of those i'm supposed to be one of those statistics but i'm not through jesus christ and um and i like what maggie says uh and it's in the bible as well god is not a respecter of persons um the amazing miraculous work that he's done in my life is available to anybody he'll do it for anybody that seeks him and all you have to do is have an open mind and an open heart and all you have to have is a good intention just to want something yes. and he'll come. He's a faithful father and he'll come running. And so the pandemic uh, the forgotten pandemic is a document documentary that we did. It's well put together. Uh, it, it has some uh, people of influence in there. Uh, yes. We've got, we got some mayors. We have some movers and shakers in uh, the music industry um, that um, boldly, boldly and courageously um, ha having a me too moment, getting out, uh, out of a, a nice, nice comfort zone going me too. And so we just want to reach uh, 
people to tell them, hey, we got an answer. Uh, we got a solution. Let us talk to you about Jesus and let's let's get some love and hope and transformation and reconciliation and let's build this kingdom up together. Nobody has to die anymore right. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, Kevin, I know we have said a boatload of stuff and we've talked about a lot of things. We've talked about everything from Lifeline to S2L to the forgotten pandemic to what it looks like to surrender, why we do the things that we do and all the negative junk that the enemy throws at us. But if you could leave the audience with one key, OK, one key. Oh, what would man. that key be? It could be a quote. It could be a scripture. Uh, and, you know. You can if you have oh. if you have one, it's okay. Yes, but I know. Um, I shouldn't let you know because you know I always close close the broadcast yes, and, um, with that key to your best life for the viewers. I, I I've got one that is really okay. really on my heart right now, and That's the one <laughs> uh, for the for the and this is for the person that um that thinks God doesn't talk to you or he, he won't. This is for the believer that maybe going through a dry place that you're, you're not hearing his voice. Um, and, uh, and for the, somebody that does hear his voice, but you're going through a place where you want something really, 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 really bad. Um, yes. and I'm just going to say this, just canvassing all of those. It's really, really hard to hear God's voice when you've already made up your mind. What do you, you want him to say? Oh, that's good. Come on. Woo. Yeah. And I'll repeat that. It's really hard to hear God. It's really hard to hear God's voice when you've already made up your mind what you want him to say. That's and so crazy. it's a and that's a, sometimes we just got to get out of the way, I'll be humble, be patient, yes. and 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 listen to God because he's always talking. Amen. But are we listening? And if you yeah. guys feel like that, you know, you're not hearing from the Lord, the best place to start is to the number one place he speaks from is through his word. You know, and you may have, you know, you may have a, a prophetic word come forth or you may have various different, you know, someone God speaks through people and um, the enemy tries to speak through people, too. So you have to have discernment. You've got to discern. But it has to line up with God's truth and his truth is in his word. Amen. So, That's right, so, Maggie. Get into his word. Find out what he has to say about you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And he does want you to live the abundant life. And I'm not talking about, you know, cars and riches and all that. I'm talking about the peace that surpasses all understanding. I'm talking Amen. about having the joy unspeakable in the midst of crisis. And if we are living in a time where we have to get a hold of that truth and we have to let go. God is trying to extract some of the issues mm. from us so that we can walk in the fullness because he's trying mm. to pour into us but we got all these boo-boos that are all built up and it's right here and we're so full of ourselves that we can't let go of this stuff okay Amen. and i'm not minimizing your pain okay i've been through it i've been through it i can testify to it kevin's been through it we you know we understand we're not being insensitive to your pain but you have got to release that and gain that freedom that only comes in Christ Jesus. So, Kevin, I want to, I always love hanging out with you, brother. Such a good time. Such a good Amen. time. I'm so grateful for what God has done in your life and the restoration with you and your wife and your children. And now he's got you working in the recovery <laughs> movement, helping people to get set free. And it's just such a joy. Just, just, I, do you have the bird's eye view of all this over the years? Yeah, you and have. So, 
I have had the bird's eye view, and I have actually our our ministry wrote a letter on his behalf when he was about to be incarcerated because I knew. Okay, I know talk is cheap, man. Anybody can yeah. say anything, but you know that the real recognizes real. So just saying. Yeah. So thank you for being real and transparent. God bless you, brother, and everybody else that's watching this. Kevin is readily available on social media. You can uh, go and send him a message if he if you ask him for pray, he will pray. Oh, absolutely. And uh, so uh, don't hesitate. And um, I, I appreciate all that he does and what they're doing there at S2L. Please make sure that you support the forgotten pandemic. It is important because everybody has been touched by this in some way. But as we rise up and do better together in community, we can find strategies and answers that come from the Lord so that you can gain your freedom. So today we'll see you next time here on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless you. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you.